You're listening to the Islamic Sustainable Finance and Investment Podcast, the show discussing the latest and most exciting developments of Sharia-compliant sustainable finance. RE Nicola issued the world's first Climate Bonds Initiative certified Sukuk in September this year. My name is Marlena Karim, the editor of Islamic Sustainable Finance and Investment, and I'm joined by Kong Ho Ming, the executive director and chief operating officer of RE Nicola, to talk about this landmark issuance. Hi, Ho Ming. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome, Marlena. So tell us a little about Rinicola and the Sukuk. Rinicola Holdings is a pure play renewable energy company. Uh, our main focus is obviously into renewable energy, specifically uh, into solar, bioenergy, hydropower, as well as green hydrogen and its downstream applications. So presently, we have 226 megawatt of uh, uh, renewable energy plants in operations as well as under development. We are about uh, less than four years old. And, you know, being a RE developer, we are, we have actually tapped the Islamic capital markets quite a lot. In fact, we have actually issued two Sukkot in the last maybe two or three years. Absolutely. So tell us about the most recent 390 million climate bonds initiative certified Sukkot. Suku as well as the conventional bonds are very typical capital market products. Now, the green suku goes one level deeper into, into classification of the use of proceeds as, as well as, as how whether the suku proceeds meets the objective under the relevant you know, green standards. Green bonds is typically a subset of the overall entire Islamic suku as well as the conventional bonds. Going further to that, we have the climate suku. Green suku entails a broad categorization of what are the green and sustainable principles, but climate bonds itself it goes uh, a little bit deeper. Climate bonds has, has almost 20 criteria documents and it has very technical criteria, technical screening criteria that needs to be met before any bonds can be certified by Climate Bond Institute. So a little bit about the green suku that Ari Nicola has issued. The Ari Nicola 2 ASEAN Green SRI suku has a total issue size of 390 million is issued with a tenor of 1 to 18 years and it has also a local rating of AA2. For sure. So why did Ari Nicola opt for Climate Bonds Initiative certification? You know, uh, we have actually done two suku in the, in the past almost three years. So ESG is very much part of our corporate DNA. So we try to embed as much as uh, the ESG factor into the things that we do. And, and we are very proud to, to be the, the first issuer in Malaysia that has a climate uh, bond certified uh, suku. In fact, we are the, the, the first suku in the world to be certified by Climate Bond uh, Institute. You know, there are other considerations, obviously, why we choose uh, suku, which as a developer affords us a fixed rate financing as well as a long-term financing. So our suku, as mentioned earlier, has a tenor of up to 18 years. If you were to finance a project, you know, uh, then typically if you go to the banks, 
you you do not get a loan tenure as long as 18 years. And to be able to lock a financing for 18 years is also tremendously difficult, you know, if you don't go into the fixed rate swaps and, and, and stuff, stuff like that. So for us to ensure project feasibility, it's really important for us to secure fixed rate uh, financing, which matches the cash flows of our project. The reason why we, we went one step further to have it certified by Climate Bond uh, Initiative is because I think uh, for me, I'm a debt market finance practitioner. I've been in the industry for quite some time. So I think it's also important for uh, issuer like us to set an example in the market, you know, which is something good and should be adopted by other issuers. Absolutely. So you talked about the rates a little bit. I just want to understand, did the certification impact the pricing of the Sukuk? Yes, I think it did a, a little bit. Uh, the fact that you know your, you know you have issued a sukuk, which additional disclosure, additional verification uh, being done on the projects that you do or that you finance, it may help to bring a little bit, uh, help us to get a little bit lower profit rates. So when we issued the sukuk, it was issued below, on average, it was issued below five percent. So I guess being first in the world as well as first climate bond certified suku in Malaysia really did help with the pricing of the green suku a little bit, maybe just a little bit. Lah. Yeah. No, I understand. So to build on the pricing a little more, how was the suku received by investors? It was very well received by the market. We had an oversubscription of almost three times. And this being our Sukuk, what we find is that we find that the investor base of our Sukuk subscriber has actually enlarged. You see uh, corporates buying our bonds. We see uh, social security buying our bonds other than the usual suspects of commercial banks, investment banks, insurance companies, as well as the uh, asset managers. So, so I suppose it helped uh, being a second time issuer. People know us a little bit more. And then hopefully, you know, in the future, we will will be known as an issuer who always pays on time. For sure. So let's step back a little. What was the process of issuing the Sukuk? We have the normal process of uh, issuing the Sukuk. Namely, you know, you need to do a due diligence process, credit rating process, before lodgement with uh, Securities Commission Malaysia under the launch and launch framework. Yeah. So post that, then you know you can do your marketing process documentation before uh, the bonds are fine or the suku are finally issued. But having issued our second green SRI suku, the process is a little bit more intense and robust in the sense that with a green bond, you need to develop a framework. Now, the framework covers a lot, uh, four key principles that must be set out in the framework. And this framework also has to be externally verified or confirmed. So we have uh, RAM sustainability to provide a second opinion on the framework itself. The climate bonds are a subset of the green bond. So if you're issuing a climate suku or climate bond, there's an additional process where for you to qualify to be certified by a climate bond institute, you have to meet uh, their technical screening criteria. 
and you have to conform to their climate bond standards. And to confirm the conformance, we had to appoint an approved verifier, uh, meaning a verifier that's actually approved by CBI to verify the conformance of each chapter or each sub-chapter of the climate bond standard. So, so that's a little bit about in general about the process of uh, issuing a climate bond or climate sukup. So you mentioned the additional, I guess, hoops you need to jump through for the Climate Bonds Initiative certification. How much longer did this take? What was the time frame of the ideation of the Sukuk until you brought it to market? Because the climate bond is new to Malaysia, although it's not new to Asia. I mean, the, the first issuance in Asia was done seven years ago because our financing framework encompasses not only solar projects, but bioenergy projects and hydropower projects as well. So we had to spend additional time to clear the technical screening criteria and to make sure that our suku is aligned to the standards as well as the, the taxonomy in, in Malaysia as well as in, in ASEAN. So our green suku actually also complies with the taxonomy issued by Securities Commission Malaysia, as well as the ASEAN taxonomy bond. That took us, uh, I would say, an additional one or two months to get the pre-issuance report out. What will this issuance finance? What will be the use of proceeds? The sukuk proceeds for our second sukuk is, is used to refinance two solar plants, two of our solar plants with an aggregate capacity of 60 uh, megawatt AC, as well as to you know refinance the the land that the two solar plants sits on. So you mentioned refinancing. What was the original financing for this? The original financing for these two plants are unrated suku uh, that's issued by the project company, and and those are ra- rather uh, smaller amounts. So what we did with uh, our second suku is to amalgamate the financing at the two project companies and to do a larger issuance size. With a larger issuance size, the suku will be more receptive to investors in Malaysia. So they prefer a larger issue size for better liquidity uh, of the suku. So hence, if you are having a smaller issue size, then that may affect the market marketability of the green suku. The original sukuk that you mentioned from the, from the project companies, were they green sukuk as well or they run of the mill unlabeled? Yeah, they were just run of the mill, uh, unrated sukuk. So when we took over the project, we decided to do things a little bit more uh, efficient and, you know, hence, hence our landmark sukuk. Uh, restructuring or refinancing the original Sukuk with the green Sukuk, was that also due to a pricing consideration? Was there an element of that? Not really. I mean, as as I mentioned earlier, our first Sukuk, uh, which was done, I think, in 2011, uh, was also a green Sukuk. So we had, you know, from the outset, uh, decided where our direction will be, and it will be green all the way, including our financing. I understand. So it sounds like a strategic decision then, right? Yes, 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 it is. You mentioned that this Sukuk was able to match the cash flow of Ari Nicola as a company. So what cash flow are you matching here? 
So for our two solar plants, they have a power purchase agreement with the national utility company for 21 years. Now, obviously, our cash flow and our financing uh, needs to match each other. And the original financing that was taken, uh, you know, by the previous owner was uh, using unrated uh, suko. And that is uh, typically shorter duration in Asia. In fact, it's actually less than two years. So which doesn't match with our cash flow of 21 years. Hence, when we decided to do our second uh, sukuk to refinance the earlier financing, we had to match the duration of the sukuk to the cash flow that will be generated from these two solar plants. You talked a little about the reputation of Ari Nicola as an issuer. What can we expect to see from the company in the coming year? So one of the areas of focus of Ari Nicola is is into uh, bioenergy, uh, biomethane to be to be specific. Um, and and th- there's a lot of discussion on climate change and methane gas is one of the more harmful greenhouse gases out there. You know, it is uh, 28 to 30 times more little than carbon dioxide over a 100 year period. If you take a 20 year period, the number goes even higher. So so for us, you, you know, we, we want to bring about a change. We want to do uh, good to the environment. Hence, you know, our focus are also on methane capture from palm oil mill affluent. Uh, not only in Malaysia, but in the ASEAN region, specifically in Indonesia, as well as in Thailand. Mm. So so that will be our key focus also for next year. Hopefully, we, we get some projects going in those countries. For sure, RE Nicola has come to the market multiple times. Does it have plans to return to the capital market in the near future? Yes, definitely. So if you know our company well, we are a developer and being in this business is capital intensive. If you don't have the necessary capital, there's a saying that goes, if you cannot finance it, you cannot build it. So for us, it's important to tap the, the capital market for us to have projects going forward. Do you have any idea about the upcoming issuance size? Will this also be green or a climate sukuk? We have set it out, you know, to be green from the start. It again depends on where the project is and obviously the size of the project. You can only tap the Islamic Sukkot market if you are of certain size. And not only that, it also very much depends on the, the country that we uh, we are doing business in. So, but overall, we have a green financing framework that covers both uh, Sukkot bonds as well as loans. So if we cannot tap the capital market, then uh, likelihood we will just get a green loan for, for our projects. Is there any reason why Ari Nicola decided to go Islamic with its funding? And moving forward, say if you were to secure a bank financing, will this be Islamic or conventional? Islamic finance is more fair and equitable. It focuses or emphasizes more on risk and profit sharing uh, based on assets. So for us, and especially in Malaysia, 80% of the corporate issuer in Malaysia will choose Islamic sukuk 
if they ever tap the capital market. So 80% of the outstanding bonds in Malaysia by a corporate are actually Islamic in nature. Going by that rationale, I mean, our first bond is a suku, second one is a suku, the third and fourth one will also be a suku. In the past, we have actually obtained Islamic loans as well, and likelihood that will be the direction that we go in the future. Absolutely. Thank you, Homing, for sharing. Thank you very much for having us, Marina. Thank you for listening. For more discussions on Islamic sustainable finance and investment, log on to www.islamicsustainable.com. You can also listen to the episodes on your favourite platforms, including iTunes and Spotify.